The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time the after show the after show the after show the after show show. it's the after show fourth of july is behind us now it is uh wednesday Oh, boy, do I feel silly wearing this outfit. Right. <laughs> um, you going and, painting after that? It's like painter's overalls. It is overalls. He didn't want to wear a shirt underneath. I demanded. <laughs> demanded. You, Thank you, Dave. Yeah. You should feel silly wearing that outfit even on the 4th of July. Yeah, it's silly. It's silly. Um, so we are going to the trade show tomorrow, Ed Sullivan. Oh, boy. I hope our flight is okay. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, so maybe other retailers are listening to and have the same thought in their minds, or they should have the same thought in their minds. What cigars should we bring in to the store? You're, you're a retailer. You're going to the store. What are you going to buy? What are you going to bring in? Notice I didn't say new. Uh, it can be new, but it also doesn't have to. It can be something your store didn't carry before. Of course. And that will become new automatically, right? Uh, it's new again. If, if you don't have it or you had it before and you're trying it again, should, should that happen? Uh, first off, times have changed. So if you're a smart retailer, if you're a smart business person, you have to change with the times no matter what. And you look at it's not what last year was. Things have changed. We're coming off of the cigar boom, the COVID boom, and um, that's when entertainment um, was drinking and smoking. That was the form of entertainment. 100%. Fancy guys like me and Ed Sullivan, we go to movie premieres and stuff like that now. Yeah, we almost went to an after party, but we, we were did. too old. We were too tired to go. <laughs> um, so we're coming off a brisk economy. The stock market levels were high. Gas prices were low. The government was giving out free money. All that has completely changed. And what worked before might not work in the future. So you have to, as a retailer, maybe change your product mix. So what should you bring in? And I'm not saying necessarily what are the brand names you're going to bring in, but let's assume you are the buyer of the company and that means you're the guy that's going to decide how much of what kind of cigar you're going to bring in. Are you going in there looking for more big ring gauge cigars or more uh, smaller Corona type cigars that seem to be people talking about lately? Uh, are you bringing in big money brands that will ring your register because they cost so much money? Or are you bringing in value brands because that's uh, where it looks like the direction of the consumer is going right now? 
you actually have to bring in what your customer wants, not what you want. It's, it's funny when I talk to some retailers, and this is going to go on uh, while I'm down there. A lot of people are going to pull me aside and say, what do you think about this? This is what we do. We, we talk. Yeah, with, you talk shop. Yeah, with each other. And what's going well with you and what's going there. Sometimes I've heard some cigar stores say things like, we are a full-body cigar store. Huh. And I scratch my head and I say, well, wh- what does that mean? He says, oh, we sell full-body cigars. That's what we sell in a store. And I said, maybe you don't have enough mild cigars because certainly mild cigars outsell full-body cigars. Why would you your store sell? Oh, because that's all we really highlight is full-body cigars. Well, you, you got to think in terms of, you know, we just had the 4th of July, and this is a time when the super casual smoker comes in. Mm. And Summertime if, anyway. If we're not loaded for bear with a wide array of mild cigars at a variety of price points, we're, we're going to miss out on those opportunities. We are so narrow to begin with anyway. A cigar store sells premium cigars, usually not even domestic cigars and mass market cigars, which are the, in the billions. They're down to the boutique premium cigars. It's so small of a category to begin with. Now to actually break your category down and say, oh, it's nothing but full-body cigars or nothing but mild cigars or nothing but popular brand cigars or nothing but boutique cigars. Oh, my God, you need diversification, I think. Also, we don't sell cigars by the box. How many times have we heard that? (laughs) Well, why would that be? Because the majority of cigar people buy by the box. I told you this week of three different times that it happened where I accidentally sold three different boxes just because of where the product was placed and it had the box price on it. Yeah, It hit the, the customer's exact Specifications. That's a mistake that a lot of cigar stores make. Right. They only put the single price on the shelf. So yeah. the box doesn't even enter your, your mindset. Yeah. If you put the box price up there, and the, especially now where people are looking to save a little bit of money, and you do the math and you're like, yeah, I'm going to wind up smoking a box worth of this over the next five weeks or so. Let me just buy the box right. now and save Correct. 10 to 15 Spend more and save, Yeah, which is true. That listen, we're going to a trade show. I'm going to spend more and save, right? There's going to the be more deals. you buy, the more you save. That's yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> it comes down to it. So, will it be um, like selling expensive cigars? Um, that customer may be changing up, and you got to gear up for this. Or can you be a smart retailer and have something for everybody? Long and short, Thinking- fat and thin. Mild and full body. I think the thing to consider is to go with companies with a proven track record. I mean, we found out the Perdomo 30th anniversary was going to be delayed. Yeah. Uh, but that's a company with a proven track record, and that should have been a purchase. Then you got a company that we won't name names, but yeah. they're, they're operating 50-50 whether or not their product will sell or that one will die on the vines. You can't take the risk in this current economy. Yes. I but think there's going to be a lot less risk taken. I oh, think, let me give that a shot. It's going to be a tough I one. I think it's a mistake to do an automatic ad for the Perdomo 30th unless you can look good and hard at the skews that may not be moving of his existing portfolio mm-hmm. because there's a finite amount of space in the in the store. You, you can't have Perdomo take over 20%. Yeah, how, how wide do you go? Right, if you, if, you add something, wide. if you add something like Perdomo, you got to look at the slowest mover on his lines. 
and and well remove to add. The problem is you went through this on the slowest mover. It's still a mover, right? And now you're taking something that's not necessarily moving. The problem that is happening is these manufacturers really want you to go super wide on their brands and deep. Yeah, want you to actually control the facings. As much as some people, 80, 100 or more facings. And a cigar store, let's say a regular cigar store has 300 facings. Imagine allowing one retail, one manufacturer to control 33% of your overall real estate. Now they can tell you what to do realistically. They become the boss. So, um, But it depends on said company. It doesn't. You have to. You you have to take the emotion part out of it, and no one loves the Perdomos more than I do. Right. But from a business standpoint, you have to look at it and say, okay, this is the in our case, this is the case that's allotted to this brand. Right. It's full. Something in that case has to go to put a new thing in. So you wouldn't have brought the thirtieth anniversary. I'm not saying I wouldn't have. Okay. I'd, I'd want to smoke it and then look hard at the numbers and say, okay. This has to go. Yeah. I mean, even in the tech business, when we look at customers, if anybody represented more than 10% of the revenue, then you need to figure out a strategy. I've been doing that for years. You got to keep it under 10%. Nailed it. Um, If um, 16 faces of one line... I remember back in the day of Macanudo Podigus and, um, you know, there'd be 16 faces of one brand. I figured that the number really is four to five. Between four and five sizes, you can get something that would be right for Ed Sullivan, who likes a mild, uh, likes a, a smaller ring gauge and a smaller length of a cigar. And somebody that wants a Churchill size, maybe Jonathan or a, a thicker ring gauge. Or, you know, the regular Toro or whatever. There's something within four or five sizes that you can, it's not the exact size you want, but you'd actually accept that going into the cigar store. 16 is crazy. Um, and especially if you, you know, we happen to have 1,100 open fa- open boxes, but the average store, I'm told, is about 300. How many are you going to give each thing? Now, at the same time, if you're saying, give me the Robusto, you, you, it has no chance. Don't even do it. If you can't oh, hit 36 the, inches in, in width. Natural, Maduro, and, and sun-grown. Oh, give me the Robusto of each. Yeah, no, that Don't doesn't even work. do it. Doesn't no. even, it's not even going to end up happening. So you say, oh, these new cigars didn't, didn't make it in my store. No, you built it so it can't make it. Uh, it, has, it has no chance. I think the next big pocket is going to be in the $7 range and medium to strong as far as what I would be looking at going into the trade show. That's one of the key spots that I'm seeing on the sales floor. And it's guys looking to jump from more expensive brands that are that flavor. And they want, because they're putting their money in their gas tank. They don't have the money for the cigars. That usually is the problem, right? At a lower price point, it tends to be mild. Correct. Correct. So, you know, where are the medium and full guys going to go when they need to reduce budget? Yeah. So value, medium and full. That's something that I would be looking at. Yeah. But then then you got to go from seven to keeping it under nine, because you're going to pay a little bit more for a Maduro in most cases. Yeah. The other thing that you're going to start seeing is you need a place for the $30 cigar smoker to go, and you don't want them going down to 10 So you got to have 
that 15 to 20 range mm-hmm. of yes it of can't a, be high and low it has you gotta to be have medium. And, and that's i think a spot where we as a company are actually a little weak we don't really have a strong showing at the 15 to 20 there's one or two there really should be four this is the thing couple that of different thought about. countries of origin it can't all be dominican it can't all be honduran you've got to have a showing of different countries in that fifteen to twenty dollar price range, I think. Interesting, fifteen to twenty. I'm, I'm writing mm-hmm. it down because uh, now that you say it out loud, it makes sense of where, where do we lack a little bit, and the stores have to do that. Mm-hmm. What the question really is is, do they have the strength and character to pull this off properly? It's time for incredible feats of strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I've got the top 10 feats of strength done by humans, and this record was set back in 2015. Ray Williams taking the powerlifting world by storm with his record-setting squat of 938 pounds at the IPF World Classic Championships. And uh, this is a guy to watch. It looks like he's going to have no problem racking up other prestigious titles. <laughs> See what I did there yeah, at Sullivan? Like you rack the weights. Is that where you're going with How that? much did he lift? 938. In 2019, he broke his own record by lifting 1,080 pounds. Um, so we're going to the PCA trade show uh, we are buyers at that show. We're going to actually buy cigars. We're trying to figure out what profile type of thing should we be looking at. Not necessarily the brand, but find the right product. And that's the way, way it always is. And you get a customer that comes in and the guy says, I like um, small, full-bodied cigars. Now you have to go through the store and find a sampling of strong, full-bodied, small, smaller size cigars if that's what he looks for um and by doing that when you when you get to i'm looking for a value cigar that's full-bodied uh you kind of hit the wall yeah there's just not a lot of them right right Uh, temperance ba is maybe a value full-bodied cigar yeah there's not a lot so you've got to fill in these missing blanks of what it is so we talked last week about eliminating cigars and if you eliminate let's say you eliminated um something that uh, didn't work. Are you replacing it with the same profile of what didn't work? Well, no. The profile isn't necessarily the culprit here because how many times have we seen a brand get lost in the sea of brown that is the cigar store shelf? If they lose the packaging war and you can find something that is a little flashier, you you know one that does really well for us in the smaller format, fuller-bodied, JFR Lunatic, mm. silver foil, gold foil Stands on the bands. Out. They yep. spent a little money on the packaging, not a lot, but they made up for it by having bigger box counts, and that cigar has a shot. If that cigar replaced another cigar that was even made by the same factory in the same price point and was bland, I would say the packaging is the reason why it didn't work. I think that's something that you have to give stronger consideration and, to. You know, you, the Lunatic's made by Aganorser, and you see them changing up their, mm. their core lines, not mm-hmm. what we call the Validation Series. Packaging. Which is on our list for the trade show. Yeah. Uh, but the color, it pops more. It's not going to get as lost. It's not going to have that same mundane 
band that they all have. But it sold anyway. It did, but it started getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And I think by using these vibrant colors, it's going to pop. And hopefully it'll go back to 2019 numbers. So, and I don't know their numbers. The numbers yeah. are probably through the roof. So let's look at something that doesn't sell. Um, the Cigar Authority Lancero, for instance. Right. It doesn't sell. So... Now we get that product that doesn't sell. I go to the trade show. Should I replace that with another Lancero? No, because no, historically that does not work for two guys smoke shop. For anybody. Well, <laughs> we'll make the argument there is that one shop in Texas that it works for. No, I don't think so. But I know that's what he says, but, but I'm not somehow they're it. still around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, Despite themselves, that's all. Despite themselves. Well, maybe there's room for one online that can get all the country buying their Lanceros. And then there's going to be the cigar out there that this has no chance at all. There's no way I'm buying it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it happens. A Toro Fuente short story. When that Mm -hmm. came out way back when, I'm at the show, and I buy the signature and the classic And I don't know if they had the masterpiece out yet. And they said, how about the little one? And I said, absolutely not. I remember when that came out, everybody went crazy looking for it. Nobody had them in stock. Because it was a ridiculous one for the buyer to actually put his neck on the line and say, okay, I'm going to go. Because there really isn't a huge jump in price. Yeah. And you're going half the size. It didn't make any sense. And it's all labor at that point. I mean, it cost them the same to make the two cigars. So there's... Still to this day, a or big seller, and I blew it. Sometimes you can miss oh, not, yeah. not buy the cigar of the year, right? The yes. cigar aficionado. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the short story know. was a sexy cigar, but it made no sense that it, to me that it became as hot as it did. No, Look at the, the boys good? over at Asylum. I mean, they, they really started a revolution, and we passed, passed not on once, not twice, yeah. three times. It wasn't until the start of year four that we were like, all right. Crazy and acid. Mm-hmm. So I'm not batting a thousand. I'm not telling you, mm-hmm. hey, do what I'm I'm doing. I'm telling you, it is a it's broken science of there's there's no way to know what to do, but you try to do the best you can when you walk into this. Wait till you see this, Ed. I'm excited for Ed because he's never seen this before. Yeah. So I, I love the whole idea of that he walks in and then it's like, well, what do you do first? Yeah. Well, after you do the first day, then you say, oh, my God, there's only two more days and a half a day left to go. I've only done this. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll go back to this. Now you get starting to get confused. Yeah. By the, by the t- day three is in there, you've bought things maybe you shouldn't have bought. You passed on stuff maybe you should have. This is, this, this is the Super Bowl that, for retail. That's why the breakfast meeting is critical, right? You gotta have breakfast. Oh, you lost him as soon as you said breakfast. Oh yeah, he's done. We already have our our plan schedule. Schedule of thing you do because I I don't want to stop for lunch. I don't want to have to go back to where I left off. You know, you leave the show floor, go eat lunch, and come back, and then you drag an ass, and you 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 just got to go straight through. So we 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 tank up before fat guy move. You you pre tank up. (laughs) And then you make it through to dinner and you tank up again and go to sleep like a baby, which is another thing. Go to sleep. Oh, yeah. 
And then it's day two. You're going to be so sorry that you, you there, partied like, like uh, it's there, 1999 and, and, there, you, and so you're exhausted. So many people that make the mistake, they go to Circle Bar after hours. There's forced air pumped into the casinos. Before you know it, it's 3 a.m. It doesn't feel like 3 a.m. because of the forced air. And then you got to get up oh. for three hours. Absolutely. How many people start showing up in two hours, three hours after the show opens because they're nursing a hangover? Yeah. Well, look what they did this year. They actually changed the hours and moved it later. It doesn't open till later uh-huh. to appease them. I like to g- give yeah. me 8 o'clock in the morning and let Absolutely. me go out there, and, and that's how I'm going to end up uh, beating my competition is I'm going to outwork them at the trade show. This is Super Bowl, man. This is it. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be better than we thought it was going to be. It's going to be better than last year, but I think it's on the on the upswing of what's going to go on. The question is, what the hell do we buy? I, what should I be looking at? I disagree with you. I think there's going to be a lot of window shoppers. Yeah. I think there are people that committed to going and that's already paid for and they're going to go, but I think there's going to be a lot of window well, shoppers. Well, if they don't have a cash flow... Uh, but although we we just came off of June Father's Day, mm-hmm. even if the economy's slow, the weather's right. The you know everything is right to be okay. I'm worried of the economy when October November hits that yeah. this thing is going to drop like a rock. But uh, again, we are buying for October November, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll, and I'll say this: you and Ed, the, the buyer for uh, two guys, eighty five ninety percent success rate currently. I think we'll be just fine no matter what we choose. We know our customer base. And that's yeah. the key, knowing your customers. Yeah. We're doing our homework. We're, we're looking through it and saying what it is, but listening to Jonathan say that of not something I thought of. I'm looking at value, and you're saying 15 to $20. Because that's value to some people. Mm-hmm. Not someplace I would have thought to go. You know, I'm worried about the, the $14, $15 cigar guy, but maybe the $20 cigar guy goes down yeah. to 15 You don't want him going down to 10 we, Correct. We do have a gap in that price wow. range. Wow, interesting. Because I think the focus was always on, okay, here's the high-end stuff, and here's the under 10 Yeah, it's such a it's such a drop. Yeah, there's nothing in between there. And do you ever hear somebody say that, that you got something a little under 20 Weekly. Yeah? Weekly. All right. You show them a I mean, there's sizes that hit that. It, it that seems price that manufacturer point, either goes premium or, or, you know. Or beyond premium. Yeah. As some are doing it. Oh, this my show, God. Which is going to be tough. What, it's a whole new cat. What was it? Ultra? It's beyond the premium. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried about it. I got, I got to, yeah, yeah. that's got to be discussed. Uh, <laughs> there's so much to get ready for and so little time left because we're leaving tomorrow at Sullivan. Yeah. We are. Yep. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I can be. All right, me too. All right, that's it for the after show. You boys are on your own next week. Don't fuck it it up. He told me he already has it written, and I'm just along for the ride. Yeah? (laughs) Thanks for the help. Okay, (laughs) that's it. We'll catch you. uh, We're going to jump in the show for a few seconds uh, early on, but uh, these boys will have it. You want to see a train wreck? Tune in Saturday to the Cigar Authority. Might be the best show ever. And always remember to stick the lid end in your mouth because you might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.